Hello, my name is Nathaniel Coles, son of Beth and Christopher Coles, who created the podcast you are listening to, On the Road to Perfection, from Holy Unit Operated. This podcast is them walking around our neighborhood and talking about our Catholic faith. They discuss faith, morals, ethics, and dozens of 1980s rock and rap albums, or at least they sing the songs in those albums. They have over 60 years of combined Catholic experience and a few impressive degrees to show it. This podcast is unedited and unscripted, so you hear much of what I get at home, including the song references. They discuss everything, including where they've faltered in the past, many experiences you're probably familiar with. I hope you're able to learn a bit of what I have learned over a dozen years, and I'm glad that you get a chance to learn from my mom and dad. So, from wholly owned and operated, here is On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast, with my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. Hello, Lord. We are so very grateful for your love, for your grace. that grace and help us to, to cooperate with it and grow in perfection as you lead us and guide us. Send your Holy Spirit upon us as we walk and talk. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Getting too much? Well, I mean, we got some decent dead cats. the wind to our back yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I wish it worked that way, but it's, but we'll see. Andrew will tell us, and then I'll say, you gotta go record it again. Yep. <laughs> so, today, boys and girls, <laughs> we're going to talk about frustrations with the church. And Mama finally acquiesced on this because um, Daddy has some. I don't know if Mama has any. Mama has some too. Yeah, yes, I, I guess I know that. Um, so I want to, I want to be clear in terms of I'm talking really about the uh, the administration of the Universal Church. This is my perspective. There are some challenges administratively with lo local parishes uh, everywhere. Yep. And Everybody's got their frustrations with their parish. Yeah, and I'll, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I'll touch on that uh, briefly just from, from my own experience. Hi there, how are y'all doing Good today? morning. Happy New Year. Thank you. Um, so 
I'll springboard into the universal church with my with my primary concern for for local parishes, um, and and that is it's a it's a simple thing that's a simple rem- that has a simple remedy. Uh, the celebration of the mass is uh, a universal thing; every parish does it, and it is. In the missal, there are several Eucharistic prayers or several uh, celebrations, uh, but they're uh, the way you phrase it is read the black, do the red. And when a priest diverts from from that. It's gonna start right now. Oh great. Um, then we are not receiving the mass that we have a right to, and I, I use that word specifically because the, because canon law says every Catholic has a right to the mass as the church has uh, as formed it. Um, it's, it's, it's not, you know, Father Bob's dog and pony show. It's not, oh, let me slide something in here. It's not the, um, well, I don't like that word, so I'm not going to say it, or I'm going to say a couple extra words, or I'm going to do a certain prayer, you know, that isn't, that isn't in it. I'm not, you know, it's not, let's have a second collection before, uh, masses or before the closing Eucharistic prayer. Um, it's. Uh, sorry, can, so can, can, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Prayer. Communion, prayer after communion, you know, um, it's it, it, it's none of this, um, and so my experience is the more um, unified a parish is, and the more. Um, for lack of a better word, Catholic, a, a parish is, um, depends on how close to the mass as it is supposed to be celebrated, is celebrated. Um, and I believe all other challenges within a parish stem from diverting from the mass as it is, as it needs, as it should be spoken and done. With that said, um, my frustration, my primary frustration in the Universal Church is the lack of a crackdown, if you will, on what I, what I think can be termed rogue priests, because the primary purpose of the priest is to celebrate the Mass in the place of the bishop. Um, and if, if a priest is doing that, then all of the priests in the diocese would celebrate it the same way. That is, if the bishop is celebrating the proper mass. So that frustration, um, that the, uh, you know, when when Pope Benedict XVI resigned and he has uh, 
has since died uh, a week and a half ago, um, or thereabouts. I don't know what every day it is. Um, the um, uh, I was sad when he resigned because he was the he was the crackdown kind of pope. You know, he even said, "Look, no clapping after mass. People who clap after mass don't get it." You know. That's a challenge for me too, <laughs> you know, the clapping after mass, you know. Um, so, because um, we're not there for the choir either, we're not there for their show. So my overall frustration is the church not unified in saying and enforcing that this is how mass is celebrated and I, th I think that bishops should have representatives who go to mass at various parishes and simply report back to the bishop what's being celebrated improperly. Um, and that may sound, that may sound, I don't know, not draconic, but, but, you know, I don't know what that sounds like. But, but it's, um, I, I think it's, I think rogue clergy need to be reined in, and rogue clergy are those who don't celebrate the Mass that we have a right to. That's probably my where all my frustrations stem from. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because it was starting to rain kind of hard. And we don't have umbrellas, but as soon as you said legitimate, it started letting up. Whew. Okay, maybe the rain was, okay, don't go further, don't go further. Don't go, stop right there. Okay. Ah, I love God. Anyway, so Cardinal Ratzinger, well, Cardinal, he was Cardinal in 1969, said, uh, he was a bishop at that time. Or, I'm sorry, not a bishop, a priest. And he was on German radio. And they said, where do you see the future of the, of the church? He said, it'll be much smaller, <clears throat> but much more holy. Um, and I think that's reflected in the number of people now who don't believe in the true presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the, in the Eucharist. I mean, it, it's, it's pushing 80% of the people in the pews. Um, and that, that means there's only about, you know, 240, 250 million people in the world who believe in the true presence. It's a small church. It is. Very small. Oh, I didn't. Okay, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Okay. I didn't hit my new timer, so... You know, the frustrations with the church that I have are also kind of administrative. And, and the thing is, I guess the, the thing is, you know, it's the, the administrative frustrations 
feed into the pastoral and the sacramental right. and liturgical. Yep. You know, and that's the that's the biggest challenge I think uh, that, that a lot of people have is you know we see how. weren't being administered properly. Okay. Right. And so the apostles ordained deacons to help with the administrative part of the church to make sure that, you know, the widows got their due, the orphans were taken care of, and things were distributed properly. Okay. Um, and in church today, you know, the, the, the permanent diaconate has, has only been back in kind of functional use for the last 40 or 50 years. Vitalized was because to, to answer some of these frustrations with you know administrating the priests shouldn't be the administrators. Okay, right. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Right. Priests are ordained as pastors, pastors <laughs> as servants, as you know they're the ones who can confer the sacraments. primary individual that is to impart the grace of God given to us through the sacraments. And if he's concerned about the budget and making sure there's enough money for the new stained glass windows. And this goes for bishops, too. If the bishops are more concerned about administrating the business of um, of the diocese as opposed to the sacraments, and the sacramental life and health of the of the people they're shepherding. Um, their their focus is wrong, and it it detracts from the church that Jesus founded. 
Yeah, the a priest or bishop can can be either a good pastor or a good administrator, but not both. Yeah. And they're they're called to be a good pastor. Now they need to know what's going on. Right. They don't not, need to be not, blind to. Yeah, because they need to. Yeah. You know, people are people. They need to be able to. You know, for instance, uh, spot when embezzlement might be happening. Yeah. Um, or. Any, any number of things. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so, uh, and they need to know how administrative decisions will pastorally affect the flock. Right. Um, and and that's very important. That's in my experience is not is not done. Um, the so. So really, the challenge, you know, the, the apostles ordained deacons to take care of these things so that the apostles could still pray. Yeah. Uh, and part of prayer is celebrating the mass. Right. And when um, when they are distracted from that, or find administration to be more appealing. Uh, then their their core function, the the primary thing uh, marked on their soul at their ordination, right. is denied, shelved, and replaced. Right. Um, so the while the universal church, the, the, while the church has re- revitalized the permanent diaconate. It seems to have placed deacons subordinate to priests, which they are not. Right. They serve, they serve the, the bishop. bishop. And so the deacons should be sharing with the bishop what's going on that's not right, that's wrong, that's even illicit in the parish. Yeah. But when you talk to a deacon and bring something up, they say... Well, that's just how Father does it, you know. Or, well, you know, it bothers me, it frustrates me, but there's nothing I can do about it, and that's a cop out, right? Because they're they are here to serve the people, right? Yeah. You know, and and, and if ser- the if the <clears throat> if the the parishioners are not being served properly, that was the whole complaint in Acts. Right. that brought about the diaconate is that the parishioners were not being served properly and the that is exactly what the deacons should be doing is you know helping to make sure that the parishioners are served according to biblical and church tradition uh, yeah yep you, you know well I I don't know how the sound is it should be should be alright um, yeah. yeah we had to retreat under the awning yeah, yeah. I saw the wall coming yeah. <laughs> um, so um 
So it's interesting, you know, you distill your frustrations into what might be the big problem. And I, again, I think it comes from the improper and illicit celebration of the Mass. Um, because any, any diversion from the Mass is a, I'm more important. Right than the Lord is. Right. Because uh, I think the church got it wrong or I can add something that makes it better instead yeah. of focusing on, on the Lord, which is right. why we're, why everyone is at Mass. Right. For the Lord. And it's, yeah, it, it's, it's almost saying, well, Jesus is here, but the people aren't, aren't paying attention or they're not, they don't, they don't believe in the true presence. And so I must add something right. to make them believe. Right. And that is not our job as human beings. <laughs> That's right. People, people will believe that the more properly we celebrate mass, the more the Holy Spirit can do his right. job. Because <laughs> then people can go to other places and have the same mass. Right. And they see that Jesus is universal. Right. We're probably being drowned out. <laughs> well, I doubt it, but it's 20 minutes. Yep. I but love you. I love you too. You're the greatest. You're the best. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's wholly, H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible, so please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Wholly Owned and Operated.